We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. inside left-handed off the glass oh what a sweet move giddy tough spot back door what a pass what a play and jada picks the pocket of trey young he'll take it himself this is important you're listening to the uncontested what is up thunder fans and welcome to the uncontested post-game podcast edition. <clears throat> I am your host for tonight, Taylor Peterson. You can find me on social media, Taylor underscore P15. But way more importantly than that, I am here to break down an incredibly fun game. It's going to be a little bit of a shorter post-game podcast because we have our full group podcast coming tomorrow night. But we had to do an emergency pod after this one. The Thunder win their fifth straight game, beating the best team in the East, the Boston Celtics at home, 127 to 123. Before we get any further, we are a proud part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. And if you don't already, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts at. And leave us a five-star rating. be greatly appreciated. We're having a ton of fun with this, and we hope you all you all are as well. So be sure to leave us a five-star rating. And you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, you name it. We're really pumping our YouTube content right now. Having a lot of fun with it and seeing so much engagement. We really appreciate all of you who have subscribed and been here in the live chat just like tonight. Um, so be sure to subscribe to YouTube if you haven't already, or if you already do, be sure to tune in when we go live because we have a ton of fun interacting with you all live. Uh, like I mentioned, this is going to be a shorter one. Believe it or not, when I say shorter, you guys are probably thinking like, okay, like maybe it'll be a normal post-game podcast, like 30 minutes. No, we're uh, I'm shooting for about 20 or so minutes here because like I mentioned, tomorrow night, full gang will be together. We'll be breaking this one down. But we couldn't go without dropping podcast tonight after an extremely fun game so keep the comments coming <laughs> yeah matt newton already shouting me out shorter taylor pod that sentence doesn't make sense i mean hey we can go an hour two hours if you guys want to after this one <clears throat> we have enough engagement already we, we we can do it but we're not going to tonight so keep those comments and those questions coming i'm going to get through all of them uh really really excited to kind of dive into this a little bit and to get your all's thoughts as well it's a great opportunity tonight for you all to be able to uh, get some of your thoughts and questions in so keep them coming but like i said wow (laughs) i mean not much more can be said about this thunder team right now i don't think i mean they've now won five straight 
That includes wins against the best record in the West, being the Timberwolves, the defending champs in the Denver Nuggets, and now a win against the team with the best record in the entire NBA, being the Boston Celtics. Uh, they beat the Nuggets twice and the Wolves and Celtics once during that same two-week span. They're now 8-1 and one, dating back to that first win against the Nuggets. That only loss came against uh, the must-win game that the Lakers had where 39-year-old LeBron just went crazy, and I still thought they played a really solid game. And I think that's extremely telling. Uh, obviously, the, the national media is really starting to kind of get in on this now. Uh, some of these tweets that I just want to mention here after I rattle off those stats, none other than Justin Termine, a.k.a. Justin Termite himself, calling the Thunder the black eye of the NBA here two seasons ago. And here he is, full circle, one of the best games of the year. To beat the Nuggets twice, the Timberwolves and Celtics each once over a two-week span is an incredible stretch for OKC. My, 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 how the turntables. Shout out Michael Scott, The Office. Uh, the next one is Kevin O'Connor. He said, uh, obviously, he's, he grew up a Celtics fan. He tries to be less biased. Still a little bit of that fandom in there. But regardless, uh, Kevin will work for the ringer and, and league-wide. Said this Oklahoma City Thunder five games winning streak includes wins against the best record in the West, like I mentioned earlier, the defending the defending champs and the best record in the NBA. I mentioned those as well. Uh, KOC is obviously very impressed by this team as well. And even heading into tonight's game, you saw the NBA.com rankings. You saw um, trying to remember. Oh, the Athletic had their NBA rankings. Uh, weekly rankings, and then Mark Stein, uh, who covers the league nationally as well, doing his own thing on his Substack, did his own. All three of those had the Thunder ranked as number two in the league in terms of power rankings uh, leading into this big matchup. They also all had the Celtics at number one, and the Thunder just beat that team. Again, that just kind of puts things into perspective. Uh, big vibes podcast here. We mentioned that here uh, after a lot of these uh, kind of a quote-unquote emergency post-game podcast, but just it's hard not to jump on here, just be extremely excited about this Thunder team. Uh, and I think all those stats and some of those wins really say a lot. Like the Thunder, obviously, they aren't declaring themselves. I think Presley would probably say they're still declaring themselves. They've declared themselves. That doesn't mean they need to go and make an emergency trade. We'll get into that as well or you know, push all the chips in the middle of the table. It just means we have an incredibly fun team for the foreseeable future, and they're already contenders at this point, <laughs> right, including this season. That's that's incredibly fun, incredibly exciting. Um, let's just go ahead and get into some quick themes. I'll go ahead and break them down fairly quickly, then we'll get into, like I mentioned, some of the comments and questions that we have here. First one I have is MVP Shea. Enough said. Second one is the Josh Giddy emergence. Uh, maybe emergence is, is the wrong term there, but man, has he been really good over this last stretch of games. So th this eight and one stretch that the Thunder have had, large reasons of that is Giddy. And that was all, all kind of came to a peak, kind of came to a climax tonight. He had maybe his best game, not only the season, but the best game I've seen from Josh in a very long time, uh, even with some mistakes. I mean, I thought Josh was incredible. Dagnall coaching to win. Um, that's kind of my biggest overall theme, but. I, I, I'm going to use that to kind of break down some of the rotations and some of the minutes we saw that I thought were really interesting. And then we'll kind of get into some team, some team stats like you all mentioned. Uh, I will include the free throw discrepancy there because the refs certainly were a little interesting, even if we're slightly biased as Thunder fans. So let's go ahead and break it down. MVP Shea. Let's see if I can go back here. 
got it. 36 points for Shea, six rebounds, seven assists, 14 to 22 from the field. Again, another extremely efficient game. A big one here, three of five from three. We've seen him shoot more three-point attempts. I talked about it on one of my, my post games last week. They aren't always timely. Uh, sometimes they're a little forced, and I thought there actually was one of those tonight in the fourth quarter, but he was nailing them. Uh, as a whole tonight, and I thought that was just incredible. Only five of eight from the free throw lines. A, it's weird that he missed three free throws, including a technical free throw. Thunder are so bad at those. It's really, really weird for being the best free throw team in the league, or uh, I haven't checked those stats recently, at least one of the best free throw teams in the league. They go five of eight. <laughs> or Sorry, Shea goes uh, five of eight, misses a technical free throw. So weird. Regardless, only got to the line eight times. We'll get into that. Shea was just absolutely phenomenal. Again, you could tell from the very beginning, he came out extremely aggressive in that first quarter. He wanted this one badly, and uh, it showed. I mean, he just absolutely had an incredible game. Now, I will just quick aside and mention, Celtics put Tatum on him uh, there in that fourth quarter, and that kind of hindered his scoring. Uh, he had 33 points through three quarters, so he only ends up with, yeah, gosh, that's crazy to think now. I thought he had more than that, but only three points in the fourth quarter. All three of those came on free throw attempts. Um I think that's not necessarily a hindrance on this Thunder team or getting the ball to Shea enough as much as it is his ability to impact the game, trust and find his teammates and to have teammates who can step up and make the big plays when he's being the main focal point. I think that's actually an incredibly exciting stat there that he only scored three points in the fourth quarter and the Thunder still won. Even if they were up by 18 points at one point in the third quarter and and the Celtics came back. Um, But that kind of leads me to other guys stepping up. The other one being Joshua Giddy himself, 23 points, eight rebounds, six assists, eight of 14 from the floor, four of seven from the floor, three of three from three. Those three-point shot, shots were just significant because when you have, especially tonight, you had Porzingis being the, the player in that starting lineup guarding, uh, the center guarding Josh. And they got to a point where they had to adjust. They had to actually guard Gagetti on the perimeter. It, it got to the point after the first half where like they they needed to um, put pressure on him or else he was going to beat them. But the biggest thing that continues to stick out for Josh Giddy is just his decisiveness, his aggressive – it combined and balanced with the aggressiveness. We saw the aggressiveness early on this season. didn't turn out very well because he wasn't playing very decisive. He was almost too focused trying to get to the rim. Tonight – and or like I said, over this past stretch, that hasn't been the case at all. Just more incredible passes, making the right read, making the right play every single time, and then being able to knock down those open three-point shots. I think Nick said this in our, our Slack. I think he, he was uh, tweeting tonight. I think he might have tweeted it out, but like people keep talking, national media keep talking about the Thunder need to make that next trade, to, you know, to, to put them into con- uh, the contender level or get them to the contender level. What if Josh Giddy playing like this? Is that trade? You keep all your assets and you have that moving forward, right? I'm not saying the Thunder shouldn't make a smaller trade at the deadline or anything like that. Not going on another one of the rants. Uh, but when Josh is playing at this level, it takes his team to a whole nother level, especially on a game. I mean, Chet and Dub also were fantastic. I'm going to get into them briefly, but like neither of them really stepped up like we've seen over the past couple of games alongside Shea. We certainly get didn't get another 36-point game from J-Dub, for example, to match Shea's 36 it was Josh Getty tonight, and that is significant for this team, especially when he's still doing all the right things in regards to creating for teammates and setting up teammates and stuff as well. So uh, Dignall coaching to win. The reason I, I mentioned that is because I look at the starters minutes 
plus uh, in comparison to the bench. Chet Holmgren played 32 minutes, Dort 37, Shea 36, J-Dub 31, Giddy 26. The only players off the bench, uh, let's see, Kenrich had 13, Wiggins and Joe had 12. We had 8 for uh, for J-Will, 10 for Michich, 17 for Kaysen. All those guys contributed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Like Kaysen defensively, I thought he was really good. Made some big-time reads against one of the better teams, or maybe the best team in the NBA. Um, Jay Will came in with some very brief minutes, but I thought he did very well. Obviously, Isaiah Joe with 10 points, 2 of 3 from the floor, spacing the floor like he does, continue to play well. Wiggins and Kenridge impact the game on both sides of the ball. It was a much tighter lineup. I, it, all of that to say, I think this is a similar lineup to what we could see come playoff time for Mark Dignall. He obviously wanted to win this game as well, and uh, this wasn't a game that he necessarily was willing to give out. Um, almost said charity minutes, and that seems really bad. Um, kind of has a negative con- connotation, I think, with that term. Uh, maybe developmental minutes is, is the right term there. We did not see that tonight. And I thought that was significant and just kind of shows the the peak of this team, what they can really be heading into the playoffs, something to keep an eye on. Uh, just kind of getting into some of those guys, like I mentioned, primarily Dub, Chet, and Dort. Dub had, I mean, he kind of struggled offensively. He played a really good game overall defensively, going head-to-head with Jalen Brown. I thought that was a fascinating matchup. Uh, but with 32 seconds left in the game, maybe the play of the game, honestly, the Thunder are up 121 to 119. Uh, Shea is goes up and sets a pick for Dub. He has Tatum on him, like I mentioned. 
thought that was a fantastic wrinkle, by the way, by Mark Dagnall, kind of going back to Dagnall. Um, but he gets the dub gets the switch. Tatum's on him. He drives left. Shout out to our guy Jacob. He mentions so much, but when Dub drives left, he is just about unstoppable. And that was yet again the case uh, against Tatum. And he creates separation, knows a pull up fade away, puts the thunder up four. That was pretty much ball game, even though Porzingis hit that two point shot that was almost a three, yada, yada, yada. Incredible play by J Dub. Fourth quarter Dub is just incredible. And it kind of leads me to a tweet that Tony Jones had. Uh, he covers the league for the athletic. He's primarily a Utah beat writer. But he said, it's basically, he said, it's unfair that the Thunder have two players like this and Shane J Dub. Because we, and we've talked so much about that already, how Dub's able to kind of, they almost mirror each other, although they, they get to their spots and, and shots in completely different ways. Uh, kind of getting into this team stats just really quickly. Then we're going to get into some comments and questions. We'll get out of here. Thunder shot 52.7% from the field tonight, which was significant. 48 of 91 compared to the, the Celtics 45%, uh, the three-point shooting. The Celtics were red hot in that first half. And honestly, that's the reason they were able to stay in the game. Uh, but they ended up 15 of 40, 37.5% from the floor, while the Thunder were 18 of 40. 45% from three. That is going to win you basketball games against the best teams in the league, like we saw tonight. Uh, absolutely incredible. Now, the big theme here, the reason I wanted to bring up team stats is obviously the free throw discrepancy. The Celtics had 29 free throw attempts. They scored 24 points off those 29 free throw attempts. The Thunder only had 17. They scored 13. Uh, so the Celtics missed five free throws on way more attempts, 12 more attempts, and the Thunder only... Uh, they they missed four free throw attempts on only seven. Or sorry, uh, free throw shots on seventeen attempts. There was some questionable refereeing in this game. Like I said, very biased Thunder fan here. All of us in the comments and chats. I mean, I know we're we're biased Thunder fans, but there were some questionable calls there. And when Dignall lost that challenge, uh, challenging the Casey Wallace foul on Jason Tatum in the in the first quarter, I believe, or at least the first half, kind of sucked not to have that. Now I'm not blaming Dignall at all there. I don't think that was necessarily a foul, but not having that challenge on some of those plays were significant. Some incredibly late calls. Um, that was a huge reason that this Celtics team was able to come back from 18 down. I mean, the Thunder really dominated that third quarter, that second half. And uh, if it wasn't for the refs slowing the game down and giving them some of those calls, I'm not sure we would have seen the comeback uh, like we did that the Celtics had. They, they would have made a run. And the Thunder's ability to withstand those runs is significant. I mean, the, it, it, even with the refs, I mean, I, maybe that's even a, a bigger overall point. The Thunder's resiliency. I've seen, I keep seeing second youngest team in the league, and I've seen youngest team in the league. Doesn't matter. They're incredibly young. And for them to have that resiliency and be able to respond like they did, like I mentioned, against the best team in the NBA uh, record-wise, even with the refs doing and <laughs> making some of those calls, it's just absolutely significant. Uh, but obviously, I would have liked to see a little more a little more parity there in, in terms of free throws and, and foul calls. Only other one I really want to mention is the rebounds. The Celtics had 47 to the Thunder's 38. They're still getting out rebound, but not by too much. Um, I mean, again, I, it, it's kind of the trade-off that Mark and Presley talked about before the season. When you're playing the style of basketball, you're, you're able to withstand getting out rebounded by the other team. It took a little bit, but we're finally here. Uh, I think that's worth mentioning as well. 34 assists again for the Thunder. They continue to just rattle those assists off, which is just incredible. 
and uh, only 10 turnovers to the Celtics 14. Thunder had, oh, surprisingly 16 points off turnovers compared to the Celtics 18. That's enough rattling off stats. Again, those are just kind of some some low-hanging fruit that I wanted to cover before we really get into the, the weeds tomorrow night on our group podcast. But again, just an incredibly fun game. A lot of things to get into. I can't wait to talk about it more with the guys tomorrow night. I think the last thing I really have here is the national media jumping on the thunder are good as they are narrative this past week. Shocker. It's almost like the people who covered the team night in, night out have been saying this for a month now, two months now, right? I went on my rant last week on a post-game podcast to end the post-game podcast. And now here we are. I mentioned the Denver Nuggets after that win, uh, those beat writers talking about it. And now we have the same thing happening even before this game over the past couple of days. So again, that doesn't mean the Thunder shouldn't make a, a, a smaller trade or if the right trade comes across, you know, that's unexpected. They shouldn't push the chips in the middle of the table. But all that being said, the Thunder playing the way they are, why would you disrupt that? Especially when you have Josh Giddy stepping up like he is. Uh, all these guys just playing at the level that they are. Not enough can be said. So I think that's all I have for you guys tonight and gals tonight. Uh, going to spend the rest of this time just going through some of these comments. We have so many of them. I apologize. This is going to be bad podcasting as I kind of uh, go through them and try and pick some. I won't be able to get to all of them. Please keep them coming. We'll continue to go through them in future post games and obviously on our group podcast. Uh, Raw the Messenger, I thought this was pretty funny. I'm spent and I didn't even play. Yep, I feel that Raw. Uh, actually heading into this, I was thinking a lot about that. I was like, I get very excited about every single Thunder game and have recently, but like for a random game in January, I don't know. I haven't felt this like that excitement, almost nervousness, almost like a playoff game or like a late season game to get playoff seating in a while. Um, so I feel that I'd certainly feel that then the, the Celtics rattle off that, that big comeback there in the fourth quarter. It's a little bit exhausting, but incredibly exciting. Uh, Curtis says the Thunder winning the Super Bowl. Love it. That's fun. Uh, just a lot of fun comments. Yeah, everybody's giving me trouble. Short podcast and Taylor don't co coincide. I totally get that. Leader of the Josh Giddy fan club, Taylor P15. That's from Sean. Yeah, I've been very hard on Giddy for sure. So I want to be sure to give him some shine here over the past week and, and especially tonight because he was fantastic. And we'll talk a lot more about that tomorrow. Going to keep scrolling. Uh this is a fair point. Josh was killing the Celtics in the first quarter, but missed easy shots under the basket. He could have had 30 points in a triple-double in 35 minutes, but only played 27. Yeah, he, he again, I mean, he struggles some there uh, in the second quarter, but ultimately, I think a lot of that is just adjusting to how the Celtics started to guard him uh, after they weren't guarding him, essentially, there in that first quarter, in that first half, and he started making reads and plays for his teammates. I thought he still played really well. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's see. A lot of, again, a lot of fun uh, Thunder shout outs. Here's a good question from uh, Andre. What is the most interesting part of the Thunder's game for you? Ball movement, spots finding, team effort on both sides. That was incredibly tough. But I think one thing I'll go back to here, Andre, just uh, on the spot here as we head out. The Thunder pushing, being able to play so versatile which leads them being able to push the ball in transition. That allows defenders like Drew Holiday and uh, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum not being able to get set up, at least to a lot of these opportunities. We see Chet getting in transition, obviously Shea being able to get to the rim at that point, and Josh has been better because his team's playing at a, a faster pace, and that allows him to be able to uh, get defenders off balance and be able to drive to the rim and either score or create for teammates. And so I think pushing the pace, uh, and that starts in so many different ways, right? That means players can just one through five, no matter who's on the court, first unit or second unit or third unit, can rip the ball off the rim and push that ball in transition. Or you have Chet Holmgren blocking shots or Shea or Dork getting steals and that leads to those transition opportunities. That would probably be my answer there. Um, we have Tamara. The only if for SGA, SGA is a consistent three-point shot. Otherwise, man, Celtics announcer saw what we saw. He is unstoppable. Yeah, that's completely fair. When he's hitting shots, three-point shots like it was tonight, game over. Millsy asked about Doug McDermott again as a bench wing. I mean, that's certainly three-point shooting, but I don't think he brings the versatility and the rebounding this team necessarily needs. Um. Those refs, certainly a lot of ref comments. Brett Donaldson says, 32 games in, we're young and playing this well. With natural growth, look at our starting lineup's age. It's frightening. Yeah, could not agree more. Uh, Smoot, our guy Smoot, says, W, so big, we need a two-hour breakdown from Taylor. Let's do it. I'm ready. Uh, our guy Cooper gave us a super comment here. I'm going to break this one down. Giddy has made himself untradeable in my opinion i think that's very fair at the very least he's made his trade value so high that's unlikely to happen um if he continues to play this way but ultimately like i mentioned i think this team has reached a new level largely to the role that giddy has played for them uh, he's fitting into his role but still impacting the game at a super high level and we're seeing that role that imp sorry that impact within the role if that makes sense kind of increase game after game so i think that's a very good point and then last, oh gosh, you guys are blowing this up. That's awesome. Uh, I'll try and get to like one more. Yeah, Tamara, uh, Tamara saying Mark D should coach all-star. He, he seriously might. The Thunder have the best team in the West. Uh, it's not out of the picture come all-star game. He could be uh, smooth. Yeah, sees Rumble in the background. Like, thankfully, he's not barking. He's being good, but he's just like licking and all that stuff. Uh, shout out my dog Rumble, named after the mascot. And then finally, let's do one more here. Georgie never said we wouldn't break down, but the expectation between a two, three seed and a five seed are very different. Yeah, absolutely. I agree, especially in a very tough West 
it's it's kind of surprising that this team continues to rise above and continues to stay at that one two seed level um but they've shown us enough right now to think that it's, it's sustainable pending injuries and anything else crazy so incredibly exciting could not agree more thank you all again i didn't even get to like get through half those comments you all were amazing so just really quickly upcoming schedule including tonight's game the thunder plays 17 games in 31 days in january five back-to-backs including tomorrow night against atlanta hawks in atlanta so they are going to be on a flight almost as we speak or they're getting close to boarding a flight they only have six home games obviously the busiest month of the season but here at the uncontested we will have you covered for all like i mentioned hawks tomorrow night we'll have a group podcast breaking down these past two games and uh, tomorrow night's game on that group podcast friday at brooklyn we'll have a, a post game podcast for you all and then the wizards in dc monday heat miami wednesday back home for the blazers the very next night and the magic at home on saturday very very busy next week plus for the thunder for the uncontested but we cannot be excited to break it down for you all and thank you all again for tuning in until tomorrow night and as always thunder up